Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. I'm ready. This is the Board Game Snobs. Okay. This is Jerry, the star of the show, Board Game Snobs. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. And send us an email at Board Game Snobs. This is Gabby, the primary host upon which the parasite Jerry feasts. (laughs) I like the word feast. Feast. Have you ever feasted? Every day. No, like, no. (laughs) That's my problem. No, no, I know you eat a lot. But, I mean, have you ever been to a feast? I didn't mean to sound like you eat a lot, but you do eat a lot. What do you mean, like, uh, with, like for, uh, with Odin? No, I'm talking about like a legit feast. Like you went somewhere and somebody fed you a cornucopia of various, I said that really weird, of various food products and or regular food. Like a buffet? Yeah. Golden Corral? No, oh, God. Nobody wants to eat. I wonder if our foreign listeners know about Golden Corral. It's a place where you can go, you pay money, and they have <laughs> of a, course. several bars. There is an exchange of goods. And uh, you can literally eat as much as you want. Yes, they have multiple- Macaroni and cheese, corn- Buffets. French fries. And you go to whatever area for which you please, and you fill their plate full of mediocre southern food, and you eat it. Or meaty okra. Meaty okra. I oh, love some okra. I don't know if they know what okra is. Okra's Fried a, okra? Okra is a weed for which we consume here in the South. Really? Yeah, it's a weed, isn't it? It well, likes heat. I don't know, but it's good. That's why. That's some it, good weed. It is. That's why in Christopher Nolan's uh, show, what was that called? Interstellar? That's all they grew was okra. Corn and okra. I did not know that. Yeah, they grew corn and okra because of the Oklahoma, where the, the wind, wind comes sweeping down, down the plains. plains. That's all we're going to be eating soon. Oh, Coloma, where the wind comes sweeping down. Uh, Coloma is a terrible, terrible game. If that's all that we have to grow, we might as well just give it up. Oh, but, don't spoil our review of Coloma. Well, we don't like it. Did you know? I do. Scientists Go. made music especially for cats. Hmm. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, just music for cats. Music Not the musical cats. cats. Not cats the musical. But music to tickle the ears of our feline friends. Yes. Cats apparently appreciate music as much as we do. But that... Please sip your coffee louder into the microphone. Mm. It always goes over Some way. of the bands include Mew 5. But the- <laughs> I'm thinking of others. Give me a second. I heard it's the cat's meow. No, other bands regarding cats. I can't think of any right now. Keep going. It's on the spot. Keep going. It's on the spot. <laughs> we'll think of other. Throughout the podcast, I will just yell out band aids <laughs> okay. that revolve cats. Okay. Keep going. Uh, but uh, cats apparently appreciate music as much as we do, but they don't necessarily like the same tunes as humans. So some uh, scientists from the University of Wisconsin and the University of Maryland worked together to compose cat-centric music. That makes me happy. You are really thinking hard about some cat names. I'm aren't you? very disappointed that I've not been able to think of any cat based bands. Well. Send us an email at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com if you can think of any feline based groups. <laughs> feline based. Yes. Felina. 
not not Josie and the Pussycats either. Josie I'm talking about legit, legit. Hey, she was legit. No, keep going. Nobody knows what Josie and the Pussycats. Crows are. can recognize individual human faces. Yes, they can. And hold grudges. And that group of crows is called a murder. murder. The crows were calling his name. Thought Caw. <laughs> That joke never gets old. I'm sorry. Uh, That was like 40 episodes ago you told that joke, and I laughed just as hard then. And when you said that, I knew it was coming. Oh, that's good. Uh, Did you know? I don't. Family members share a smell. Like you reek of something? (laughs) Okra? Fried okra? Uh, What would your family smell be? What my family smell be? Yeah. When you talk about my family, you talk about me and my wife? Yeah. What would you associate with me or my wife? And you better be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to think. Uh, with well, I don't know what your family smell would be. Oh, I know exactly what it is. What? Uh it it's Brussels sprouts. (laughs) I have never I'm a grown man. I'd never ate a Brussels sprout until I came to the Moraga home. Oh, I come like here. A sprout. She loves the, she cooks a cauldron. She has a <laughs> veritable cauldron. Gobby's wife cooks buttered Brussels sprouts. She loves them. I, I like Brussels sprouts. They're great. She also likes asparagus, they're which high I do in phosphates. not like. I didn't know I was low in that. What, what does, would my smell be? What does uh, despair anxiety. and anxiety smell like? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically, that's me. This is the natural smells of any two family members are similar. According to, please sip louder. Your coffee. I will have to. I will uh, try no, to cut no, that out. I'll, I'll stop. I'm sorry. You're going. I'm enjoying a warm <laughs> so I'm beverage. I'm glad you are beverage. 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 <laughs> Get to that coffee a little late. Sounds like. <laughs> I got to drive home in a minute. The natural snails. Snails. <laughs> The natural snail. You remember that big snail in the never ending story? Yes. That rascal was riding him. It was like a speed snail. Speed snail? Speedy. <laughs> oh, the never ending story. I love that movie when it came out. The, that wolf terrified me. Oh, that wolf terrified everybody. That dog that he rode. Falcor? Yeah, that freaked me out. That was a luck dragon, not a Whatever dog. Whatever it was called, that was a freakish looking animal. It How bothered you talk me. about Falcor that it, way. It bothered me greatly. <laughs> and the fact that it's called The Never Ending Story and it ended. Like oh, they, they come out with like parts it. three and four. That's not never ending. They may come out with a new one. You don't know. Just keep going. That's not good. Falcor. <sighs> Falcor. Do you know why you have uh, red eye in pictures? Red eye in pictures. It's a flash, isn't it? But what is that? What causes you to have red eyes? Red eyes. It's the exposure of something, isn't it? Or it's bad. the exposure of your blood. Oh. It says, when the flash of a camera goes off, the eye isn't prepared for the sudden influx of light, and the pupil doesn't have time to restrict. You're likely using flash and dark lighting, so your eyes have dilated to adjust to the dark room when the flash goes off and the photo's taken. Your eyes are still dilated, so the light reflects off of the red blood vessels of the choroid. Mm. So it's literally your blood. That's weird. Your eyes are blood red. Bloodshot. Mm-hmm. Every day. Every way. I don't know. That's not that interesting. But it is something that I worry about because they have that red eye feature that basically removes the red from the pictures. So they're removing your blood. Yes. I'm going back to my coffee. Is that all the fun facts that you had? No, this today? is the last one. Oh, that was it? 
The FBI once investigated a song for two years. What song was it? Was it a song by Cats? No. Let me see if I can find it on here. What song did they investigate? Well, I will tell you here Something shortly. Something by Chicago. <laughs> uh, you can't play it because we'll get copyright I can't. Struck. I think they're all dead. Does that Chicago count? Chicago is? No. No. <laughs> Do you remember this song? It goes, Oh, yeah. They couldn't figure out what it was saying. It said they investigated that for years. They thought it meant something. And they could not ever figure it out. I still can't figure it out. What is it about? What is it about? I'm reading to you from this. They That's but, what they said. But no, what was the song the, about? The FBI gave up. They don't know? They don't know. How'd <laughs> you like to be that guy? The FBI stepped in. How'd you like to be that guy? They said they spent more than two years putting the tune through various auto tests and despite producing a 120-page report, report, the feds merely concluded the song is unintelligible at any speed. <laughs> what was the song called? Louie Louie. Louie Louie. Can you imagine being that agent? Like, all right, Bob, we know you've been working on that Louie Louie song for two years. It's time to give up. We're going to move you on to the, uh, if you ever heard of Creed and Clearwater, <laughs> we don't understand half of what they're saying, but you got to figure it out. Well, uh, and then uh, when he gets to retirement age, here comes Pearl Jam. <laughs> Pearl Jam. <laughs> oh, that's, what, that's, that's, when he, that's when he retired, finally. <laughs> yeah, he had to give up. Oh, oh Louie Louie's back. <laughs> I'll track him down one of these days. <laughs> catatonic. Louis, that would be a good cat uh, band. Catatonic. Oh, my God. You really just have been thinking that about that. That was a good one. <laughs> like sleepy cats. Good. Uh-huh. Keep going. Keep going. Now that, was, you that was it. You wanted me to stop. That's all the banter. You wanted me to stop right We've there. picked Pete at the banter. Well, I do have one more thing. Give me one more thing. Did you know the first use of OMG? Mm-hmm. Which is what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here my God. Gears beams. Yeah, yeah that's ones. Was in a letter to Winston Churchill. Who said, who said him that? He got OMG'd in 1917. 1917? Yes. Probably, uh, the French sent him a letter. Oh, my God. We're losing a line. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Oh, my God. We're losing. <laughs> what do they say? We need They're dripping beams. <laughs> That's not, that's way too funny. Lord Fisher. Lord Fisher. An admiral and naval innovator. (laughs) He was big into belly buttons. Naval. (laughs) Do you like Indies or Audis? That's personal, sir. I'm an innovator. (laughs) He wrote to the British Prime Minister and was obviously excited about a possible honor for himself and those in his line of work. He wrote, and I quote, I hear a new order of knights is on the, I don't know this word, tapis? T-A-P-I-S? Tapis? Tapis? He said, I hear a new order of knights is on the tapis. O-M-G. Parentheses. Oh, my God. Shower it on the Admiralty. So he wrote OMG. He and wrote then, OMG. And, and then, then he, apparently in parentheses, parentheses, put oh my God. Oh, he was so close. To what if he put oh my goods? Oh my goods. And that's the origin of Alexander Pfister. Could have been. So yeah, OMG, not new. Wow. 1917. It's not even new now with the kids. Oscar winning film. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to the topic of, not the topic, but the game we're the going terpic. to. The Terpic. of Zaya and. Legends of a Drift System. Forbidden Stars. Forbidden Stars. It's just Forbidden Stars. Too sci-fi. Yes, too sci-fi. We've been killing it with sci-fi here lately. Mm, I like We like the nice bit of where we talked about sci-fi a few episodes ago. Then we talked about history. Then we talked about sci-fi. We're going to have to go back to history next one, I guess. Maybe. No. No? 
we're kind of anti-history. Nothing controversial. Okay, well, that kind of took the wind We just out like of to have fun here. We just like to have fun. And Zaya is a great deal of fun, and it's, it's a game. water. Don't worry about it. It's a game. Yeah, what are you drinking on? Is that Proper 12? Proper 12, of course. That's just become, they should sponsor us. They really that should. That McGregor guy needs if to get If Ewan McGregor ball. just knew who we were. Is Ewan McGregor, isn't he Star Wars? Is he the Well, Obi-Wan? hello there. That whole, is that Obi-Wan? Who's that? That's Ewan McGregor. Yes. But McGregor's also the fighter. Spike McGregor. I don't know that. I don't know MMA. I don't know either. I made a hellaciously funny joke regarding the MMA one time that I cannot repeat because it would cause uh, shame to my country. Uh, anyways, the game Zaya was recommended to us by a listener. I can't remember. Was it Christian? Was it the Soul Trains that Zaya, Legends of Tokyo Drift System. Yes, was recommended after we played Western Legends. Soul Train. He was big on Zaya, yes. Right. So we played Western Legends, which is a sandbox Western game that we truly enjoyed. And he recommended that we should buy Zaya, which is very frustrating because I already had a game. And then I had to go out and find Zaya. And if I buy Zaya, then I have to buy the expansion. Yes. So I spent a lot of money and time tracking down And we were Zaya. talking about pick-up and deliver style it's games. It's pick-up and deliver. Now, everybody knows I don't like dice placement games. But there is one game type of mechanic that we both truly dislike. Pick-up and deliver. Pick-up and deliver. We don't like picking up what you're putting down, and we don't like taking it places for you. I was thinking about the word deliver. Or not your mother. Taking the liver out of somebody. Deliver. So you would deliver someone. Deliver this person. The liver is high in uh, vitamins. That's why a lot of people eat the liver. Not human liver. Eat deliver? Yes. Is it delivery? No, it's DiGiorno. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Sponsor. This podcast brought to you by Stuffed Crust, Free Meat, DiGiorno. Uh, I wish we had a sponsor. We don't have a sponsor, and we don't need a sponsor. We don't want a sponsor. Because we would have lost them all last we would episode. Have to, we'd have to shut everything down. Shut, everything, shut it down. We like being on the edge. We like being on the, the cutting edge. Living on the edge like Aerosmith. Yes. Just like Gillette Razors. Uh, anyways, Zaya. We picked it up. We played Don't mock three me. What? Oh, yeah. We played it. Oh, if Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix. had a brother, mm-hmm. I think his name would be Mocking Phoenix. He just repeats everything you say in a disdainful manner. <laughs> He's mocking you. I, I get it. That's I mocking do, Phoenix. I do get it. Just call me Mocking Phoenix. Or Rocking Phoenix. <laughs> He's just always throwing up the rock symbol with his hands. Yeah! Good night, Eastern Oklahoma. Good night, Phoenix. What if he <laughs> was playing in Phoenix. Arizona? Wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, now that you're done with that mediocre stand-up, <laughs> you're, the, you're not the next Kyle Dunnigan, that's for sure. Or the, shocking Phoenix. Shocking Phoenix. Uh, so in Zaya, oh. a game we going to which, board games. This is a board game podcast, mind you. Oh, that's right. Uh, this Zaya is interesting. Well, that's a weird name to start off with. Zaya. X-I-A. Why? Is it Zaya? Xia. Zaya. Zia. I've always heard it Zaya. Zima. Like, that's something interesting. A like non-alcoholic board game. It's called Zaya. Everybody calls it Zaya. And we have just accepted that without question. Who's questioned it? Nobody. Nobody's questioned it. Have you it. questioned it? I think it should be called Xia. But you're doing it now, so you're questioning it. I'm, I'm a revolutionary. Henceforth. 
The game shall be referred to as Exia. Exia. A form of skin disease. <laughs> Not to be confused with eczema. Eczema. So an eczema. Eczema. A, what is it? What's the actual title of the game? Is Messiah it? Legends of a Drift System. Yes. Tokyo e- Drift. Eczema. Eczema. <laughs> Legends of a Tokyo Drift System. <laughs> Legendary system of itchiness. This game is basically a pickup and deliver game slash sandbox slash adventure game slash exploration. There's a lot of slashes in it. You yes. get you get a lot of that when you have eczema. In this game, you start Do off. Do you have eczema? I have a weird skin disease. It's like exfoliating keratolysis. Mm. Uh, you notice my left hand a lot of times. I have noticed uh, your left hand. You haven't hand. noticed in particular my bad hand, my left hand, where oh. it often peels and is bright red. I literally yes. have a red left hand. I wish it was my red right it's like hand. like a claw. Because then I would be like Peaky Blinders. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it peels chronically. It chronically peels. So whenever I, but it tends to worsen when I'm stressed. So if I'm very much stressed out, like the next day, the skin off my hand peels off. My hand becomes very sensitive. My left hand. You're sh- you're shedding your skin I'm like a snake. Shedding my skin, and so literally, I can peel peel my skin off my hand. Interesting. A lot of times, so Due that's to anxiety. That's why I have to moisten and stay so, moisturized. So if constantly. we were to export that skin, it would literally be an export of anxiety. Pretty much. This, much. What is this skin? Well, Jerry got anxious the other day and he started shedding his skin. That's how you know I'm in uncomfortable. So if I'm ever, if you ever meet me and you go to shake my hand and my skin comes off, you know I don't. You're making me nervous. He's nervous. That's what I do. I spit and I shed. You're making me anxious, and I let off this weird smell of anxiety. In Zaya, you have your own player board where you anxiety and and anxiety, and part of the anxiety is outfitting your ship. That is true. You have this little ship and this little Tetramino type puzzle for where you're putting out mods. And these mods modify your weapons, your engines, your shields, and various other things on your ship. What does your ship do? Well, your ship can go out and explore, which is actually one of the neatest parts of the game. You have these big hexagonal tiles similar to Eclipse, but much more colorful. That as you go out to explore, you find different planets and asteroids and various other parts of space. And you go and buy goods from these planets and take them to other planets and sell those goods for money and for victory points. And after you get enough money, you can upgrade your ship and buy a new ship or buy more mods. Or you can take jobs and missions, and some of these missions are legal, which generally tend to be taking things from point A to point B or attacking other players. If you were to take these missions on your computer at night, would they be nocturnal? missions and keeping with the great tone that we have with this podcast one of great (sighs) and of great dignity i will go on and explain some of the finer points of eczema anxiety the legends of the drift system so what makes this game interesting and why it might appeal to some of our listeners is that it very much encapsulate what an exploration game should be. It's adventurous. You have to control your ship through the system of arming your your mods, which basically your ship has these few tokens that are arming. Um, they're not arming pins, but they're things that you use to fire off your engines and your weapons. And when you fire off your engines, on your engines it depicts what type of die you roll, a D6, a D8, D12, whatever it might be. 
and you move that many spaces. So it is deceptively a rolling move. But you can kind of negate that with the quality of engines that you have. So on your turn, you're just moving these little pins, these little uh, these little cubes over and firing off the various systems in your ships. And then after your turn is over, you're using the stored energy of your ship to rearm them. The problem is, like what happened to me, is that at the beginning of the game, you can travel throughout the universe and travel very far out and run out of energy and not be able to arm your engines anymore. And now you're having to run off impulse and barely move along and have to rely and have to rely on the, uh, good will and nature of Juan Enrique to come and save you, which interestingly enough is worth a victory point to him. Cause this is the game of victory points to become a legend and to race to either 10, 15 or 20 victory points. So not only exploring is very interesting in this game, but also what you can do, you can become illegal or not illegal. It's not like you're, you become a bandit. You can become an outlaw. You can become a, pirateer type person and go out and attack merchants and sneak into planets and take illegal missions and go about your uh, illegal ways. And as you're doing so, you gain a bounty and other players, if they come blow up your ship, they collect that bounty. You can also become a merchant by traveling to various planets, buying the goods that they make and selling them to planets that want them. And there's in the expansion, there's this neat little, uh, neat little, economy that takes place to where certain planets demand certain things and certain planets sell certain things. And it kind of that I highly recommend playing it with the expansion because without the expansion, the game is not only say it's broken, but the merchant seems to be overpowered in the base game. And I've heard that complaint many times by various ones. So in Zaya, it's very much a sandbox adventure game. We played it at cabin con our own made up convention and the first time we played this game, it kind of flopped. Gombi wasn't too impressed with it. I took f- I took full responsibility for it because I didn't quite understand the game, and I taught it wrong. And Enrique was kind of just... Well, we went about playing it we, wrong We, we as well. played it wrong. We played it wrong. We armed ourselves with missiles and just went after each other. And, yeah, we, we played a very heavy combat. And Enrique yeah. was like blind jumping into suns. Right. So, your thoughts on Zaya? We don't usually like pick up and deliver. I, we have not yet liked a pick up and deliver game, right? Right. Um, well, Wasteland Express was like the last biggest one we discussed. And we took a lot of flack about our hatred of Wasteland Express. We did not enjoy it. And we didn't really hate it. We just did not like it. They often feel repetitive. They feel like, I mean, yeah, I, they just don't do much for us personally. But Zaya has... So much going on with it. You have your ship that you can mod, which I know you could do that with your own car or truck, whatever, in Wasteland Express. But I, 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 we're, we're partial to the sci-fi theme anyway. That might be part of it. Remind me about that, and I'll hard merge into that here in a moment. I probably will forget. Okay, well, I'll remind you. Then you, <laughs> you can remind, remind me. me. You remind me. And then we can go on about our business. And That's your mission. I'm emailing you that mission. Okay. We like the sci-fi theme. Right. Okay. So uh, we like the sci-fi theme anyway, over pretty much anything else, I guess, apparently from our gameplay. So we're starting off the game and we start off with these basic ships and we, uh, and this time we didn't load ourselves up with missiles to blow each other up. Jerry's like, we need to play this game. I think the way we need to play it is like start exploring. So you can get on the edge of these, uh, 
whatever. Hexes. Hexes. And you can do, uh, you have the option to explore. You can scan. So you scan, you flip over another hex, put it out there, and it's going to provide you either some sort of wasteland, a planet, an ice planet, a junkyard, all these different types of places. And it will have something that you can explore there, discover, go into, and you, you might can harvest some um, of the goods. What were those? I don't even know what the different goods were called. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Cubes. These cubes of a different color. So in the game, it tells you this is how you get victory points. I like that. You can get victory points by delivering at least two good goods of the same kind, whatever. You can get victory points by uh, fighting. You can get victory points by turning in at least 5,000 credits. You can get victory points, this, this, and this. I think there's like 10 different ways you can get victory points. I don't remember for sure. So once I had grasped that, and we explored a lot in this one, and I think that made a huge difference because there were so many different things we could do. It opened it up really. It really made that sandbox feel. Jerry's over here nearly dying. He's just exploring and nearly getting beat up and freezing to death and damage and all this stuff. Uh, Enrique is nearby. So Enrique goes over there to save Jerry. Meanwhile, I'm over here doing my thing. And for a while, I was behind like several victory points. But then I just start delivering and then I start excavating. And then just uh, the what's the main facility, the orbital thing uh, in the in the expansion? It's the uh, the kiln. The kiln, whatever it is. It's like the main hub. You go there, it will fix you up. So fortunately, I explored like this ice area next to it. I can go in there and explore ice. And it, you know, if you explore so much, it, it just worked out where it, it is a race. It is pick up and deliver. So once you realize what you're doing, it's a race to get the most victory points. So at the end of the game, me and Jerry were kind of neck and neck. But I went and got these certain amount of goods. I hit these uh, uh, jump drive gates, whatever they're called, warp gates. I warped over to where I needed. I delivered those goods. I got the. It was very exciting to me. I was very excited when I delivered them. I said, I, I think I won, guys. I think I won. And it was a completely different game than the first time we played because you can play it where you go and attack each other, but you're not going to enjoy it. Right, and what made this game interesting to me, and why the feeling of it was so was so different, is that one, it was very thematic. You could choose what you wanted to do, but two, it told a story. And the story was in our game is that I went off and explored, almost died, happened to late in the game find a planet that was close to another planet that both required the same different types of resources. I made several runs back and forth. And next thing I know, I jumped from a level one ship to a level three. Well, and it was interesting because like you nearly were dead on several occasions. Yeah. And I barely survived and your ship just, and just a roll of the dice. And in this game, the dice work, they make it exciting. Right. And Enrique, there was like an event that comes up. There's a random event where, this derelict ship was found in space and you could tug it to the kiln and repair it and take that ship. And Enrique did that. He went on that <laughs> he mission went after that ship. and he hauled that ship in. So me and Enrique both had these level three ships. There's level one, two, and three. You begin with ones and you can purchase other ships. So me and Enrique both had level three ships. Gabi only upgraded to level two and still won the game. I was very much about moving it. And we played a shorter version of the game. And it was just very fascinating to see that this was the first real pickup and deliver game 
that had that sandbox feel for us, that really told a story, and that was truly an amazing game. Like, Zaya is one of those games. It was, it was when we sat down later and we ranked the games of our cabin con, wasn't it not your number one? It was my number one. It's yes. your number one game. It was like my number two, if I'm not mistaken. I it, thoroughly, I like, I, I was, when we were done, I was like, my God, I really enjoyed this and game. Enrique, it this was is, fun. It was exciting. Enrique's not around, but I will just mark my words. This is Enrique's top five. Like well, he yeah. was just raving about it. Oh, he loved it. Just thought it was great. And really, it's it was difficult to learn at the first because it, the concept of it was a little bit different. But once you get it down, it's not that hard. Yeah, yeah. And so I was very impressed with Zaya, the presentation. And I, I, they've had another reprinting of it. And so it's not as hard to... F- yeah, they did a, like a last... Since year. we? Since this one? Well, yeah, they did the expansion. So the, I thought we had the expansion. We have the expansion. They did the expansion and they reprinted the base game at the same time. Oh. So it's not as hard to find as it used to be. So if you are into pick up and deliver games, Zaya is automatically a buy. If you're into space games, and like we've talked about, TI4 on a previous podcast, we talked about how you should play it with a much bigger group and how Eclipse could be played with a smaller group, but it's more Euro. Zaya to me shines at like a three player game, like a three to four player game. And yeah. it, it tells a story that you're invested in what the other players are doing. So it's more story based, create your own story. And so I really like Zaya. It's, I, it's, I really wouldn't go more than four on Zaya. I think, in terms of Zaya and Western Legends, Zaya is more complicated. It's more of a heavier entry and, of course, more expensive. I think that if you're looking to get your feet wet in a sandbox-type game, Western Legends is the way to go. But other than that, the the theme of Zaya is spot on. Yes. We turned right around and played an old out-of-print game that is held by many, uh, Forbidden Stars. Now, Now, I'll preference this with saying that we are not... Warhammer 40k fans. We don't really even care about it. But I got Forbidden Stars many years ago before it, you know went super out of print and really enjoyed the straightforward combat in it. Like it was for it being a game that's about space, there's nothing in it but combat. <laughs> it's not about negotiating, it's not about movement, it is about fighting. And the combat is very interesting because it comes from not only both dice but this deck that you build. Not much like a traditional deck builder, but more in terms of you have two copies of each one of your combat cards, you can upgrade them, swap them out, and then you're basically playing these cards for symbols that have attack, morale, and defense, but also they have a special power that if you have this active unit in the battle, it gives you this bonus. So Forbidden Stars, though, has a very complicated rule set because you're dealing with a lots of little fiddly rules. Like the combat is several pages in the rule book, just to understand it. And it's long. And it's long. Forbidden Stars is a two to four player game. I would not recommend it four players. Matter of fact, I wouldn't even recommend it three players. I think it's a two player combat game, two players going at it who both enjoy deck building and want a space themed game that is all about moving and more more tactical conquering. More tactical than it is strategy. This is my thing I discovered well uh, over our Kevin Con weekend. We played 
lots of big games. Twilight, Imperium 4, one of the biggest. Eclipse, not the easiest to get into. And Forbidden Stars. What holds me, what pulls me out of enjoying a game is the entry, the, uh, is it entry level? Is that what you call the it? Level of. Uh, level of, in- whatever. Yeah. There are tons of rules, tons of bits, all these things you got to remember. I mean, we were four plays in, four turns into Forbidden Stars, and I was still learning what I was doing. Same thing with Twilight Imperium 4. I would just, it's too much for me. And that takes me out of a game. I'm like, I check out. I'm like, I I can't remember all this stuff. How am I supposed to remember all this stuff? Especially if it's not written down in a good player aid for me. And I'm sure I could go on BGG and download that, but I don't want to have to do that. So that's why Eclipse and Zaya topped the charts for me this weekend. Eclipse has that player aid. It tells you the phases of the game and what you can do in each phase. Forbidden Stars and Twilight Imperium 4 did not do that for me. And so I checked out of those. Right. And I think that what we have found, the more that we have played, especially playing these games back to back to back, has shown us that we've always known that we tend to like Euro games a little bit more, but we do tend to really focus on games that tell stories and that have that Ameritrash type theme. Like they, they have a strong theme to me. Forbidden stars could have been a ground could have been themed as anything. And since the theme of the game didn't really appeal to us, we're not into that 40 K Warhammer universe. It was just another space game. Zaya doesn't really have much of a theme other than it's just space. It's space, make your own story. And so these two games are basically, what do you make out of the theme? Well, in Forbidden Stars, it's fight. It's deck build and fight. Yeah. Roll these dice, play these cards, get to your objective. In Zaya, it's you were the merchant. I was the explorer. Enrique was the junk hauler. He yeah. was going around just doing <laughs> his thing and rescuing people and just being crazy. And you could go to certain areas in Zaya... And it's up to you. Do you want to just take a chance and roll this D20 and hope you mine? And if you mine, you're good. You're good to go. Or it can cause you damage. And if you get damage, are you close enough to somewhere where you can heal yourself? Like that was a calculated risk. Whereas Forbidden Desert, what is this game? Forbidden Stars. Forbidden Stars. It's just straight up. You're building stuff. You go out, you fight. And the fighting is good. It's got a good fight mechanic in it. It just, for me, it, I remember the first time we played this, I, was it, it may have been the three of us. It was just us two. But no, we played it, we played it three players. I thought we played with Enrique. But this time for me, it fell flat because the entry level to it, like for Jerry to remind us how to play it took forever and the setup took forever and you have to know what each ship does. You have factories, they do something different. You have cities, they do something different. You have ground troops, they do something different. To go from this planet to this planet, that does something different. You can't occupy the airspace with right. these. Yeah. You get land spaces. It, it was there's so many rules. I'm kind of over that. I like street more streamlined stuff. And so we played those four big space games run one after another on our little con that we had. And what we discovered was this. We knew we liked Eclipse. We did not realize. I, I knew I really liked it. It was been in my top 10 previously. Eclipse, of course, was a big win for Enrique and Gabi. We had ne- not really gave Zaya a fair shake, 
playing it at this, we realized, yeah, we love it. Like it's probably our it no it is our it's favorite good. pick it's our favorite pickup and delivery it's good Soul Train you chose well it's it's awesome um it's better than Western Legends I would go to say Western uh, Legends is more like footloose and fancy free whereas Zaya is more it, it, it I will I, I I want to keep both of them I'll enjoy both of them because yeah, they're different they're both different enough and I I firmly believe that they they both provide a different experience but Eclipse and Zaya were amazing and the thing is we could bust out Eclipse and Zaya right now I could teach them remind y'all and we could play them very easily yes Ti four and Forbidden Stars not so much no matter of fact I enjoy Ti four I'm glad we have it I'm on the Ti f- snore I'm I'm on the fence about Forbidden Stars. Like, I'm on the point to where I could see myself getting rid of it. This is my thing. Like, it's not the combat. It's not a great combat game for me. No. If I want to do combat, give me a combat commander. Or something. Of, so I, I mean, I, that's a completely different game, but I, I just... The theme. Forbidden and, Stars didn't do nothing it, for me yeah, this time. I, and it was one that... I, and I mean, it's it's really liked by a lot of people. Oh yeah, and it's. I think it's sought after for two reasons. One, it's out of print and it will never come back because of the theme and because of the contract stuff, but also because of the people who like 40k. Like they love it and they just love it, and so it's just one of those games. It'll it'll be out of print. It'll always be out of print, and because of its scarcity, people really like it. Yeah, and I would have to say that in the realm of the space big, the four big space games that we played. I will leave this thought with y'all. Eclipse, oh. of course, Eclipse, is, yeah. is a as board game snobs proved. Yes. If you can get your hands on the second edition, by all means, or even that the regular first edition, it's a great Euro space game. Or the third edition. Whenever it comes out. We're thinking 2025, baby. Uh Zaya. Great game. Even Good if stuff. you don't like pickup deliver games, if you want a sandbox game with tons of theme and you like stories, then Zaya. Yes. Board Game Stops Approved. Probably Enrique's top five games. BGSA. Uh, TI4. I don't think it's in my top 10. I don't think it's in Gobby's top 10. I don't think it's no. in any of ours top 10. But it's certainly a game that if you have the right group, it is awesome. It will be five awesome. Five to six players. Five to six players. A must. Forbidden Stars. I think that only applies to 40K fans and those that really like that really niche type of game that has a heavier rule set combat deck building it's just the, the entry to it is just a little higher than most and i just don't think it appeals to that many people and quite honestly There's so many icons i can't even stand it sometimes uh but yeah it's it's not it's a good game it's mechanically sound it's interesting but it's not for us and i don't think that it's blanketly would be for everybody so with that being said i'll yeah, I think that Eclipse comes out for me as probably being my favorite space game, followed very, 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 very closely by Zaya. And even though they are completely different games. Yes. Uh, well, with that in mind, as of this moment, I feel Zaya ahead of Eclipse. I enjoyed Zaya tremendously. I, I, I could tell you were really feeling it. I was enjoying it. And then although Enrique's not here, hashtag get feeling better. Uh <laughs> I think that he would He's say detained by the Denison police. I, we got we're gonna start a Patreon. Our first Break first out. stretch go is the bail money. What's his bail? Um I think Enrique would say that obviously Zaya was his favorite. No, oh, he, he was growing about a Zaya. He was on the way just home. beside himself about Zaya. And so there you go. There there's there's your there's your two I mean again, completely different, but if you just went cold cold open to me, you wanna play Zaya or Eclipse? I'm 
Well, that's kind of interesting. Depending on time, just, I would I would choose Zaya, but Eclipse. It's like I know what I'm in for. I'm going to build this engine. We're going to be done about an hour and a half. Zaya. I mean, you could make that a five hour game if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, you could stretch it out with a lot of play- players. Yeah. I, I just really feel like Zaya. It's based on the player's enjoyment. Like if people are the type that derive stories from games and enjoy, like in Eclipse, I don't care what you're doing. Like, I don't pay attention to what you're doing at all. Right. In Zaya, I Unless felt, I'm coming at you, bro. Yeah, in Zaya, it was one of those, I was invested in what everybody was doing. It cracked me up to see Enrique hauling this tub <laughs> ship across space. Well, that's what I'm going to say. In Eclipse, like, in a three-player game. game it's a glamorous <laughs> <or> game. game. <laughs> yeah, or game. Uh, just those, uh, the aliens kept coming out, and we yeah. just kept battling them. Yeah. I don't think in a three-player game we ever battled each other. No, very rarely. So it didn't happen. So a, a player count probably matters in Eclipse as well, but still yet, it's good because even you're still building your uh, space empire and fighting these aliens. The more you fight those aliens, the more points you get. Yeah, in Eclipse. Jerry defeated that in Eclipse. Zaya, it is. it can be interactive. But and so it can also not be like I be. kind of did my own thing, whereas you and Enrique interacted more. Yeah. But you were like shooting this ship of his, and I was just in this corner of the galaxy, just like pick I was literally just harvesting, excavating, delivering those things, fighting these ice things and comets. And yeah. I, it was uh, the, the, uh, uh, Zaya's good. But it was, it, good. there was moments in the game that and were, the little models, the components, yeah, the little the comp- comets, the little ice comets. That's really awesome. That's, it's really good. The, 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 the moments in Zaya were, I explained to Enrique, you can scan a sector before jumping into it, or you can just blindly jump. I do not suggest that you should blindly jump because Enrique, you, you see can. this big stack of tiles? You can. There's a sun in here. There's one sun. There's one sun. Yeah, and when you flip it. it out, if you jump into it, you will die. And he's like, and there's is one in that big stack? I said, Yes. He says, Well, I'll just blind <gasps> I'll just blind jump. And then what did he jump into? But the sun. The sun. And he that found was it. that was hilarious. <laughs> Successful. You yes, found the you sun. You found the sun. <laughs> and it was it that was a moment to where now I'm like going back and like, I don't know what happens when your ship just dies. But I do like the fact that you just restart, right? Yeah, you just restart. With you have a, basic a penalty, ship. You have a penalty and you restart. Yeah. But still, it was just one of those games that when I played it, it was it was fun. But I think it's conditional. It's based on the players and what they get out of that game and the story they want to tell, whereas Eclipse is just old reliable. I would almost say Zaya, like Wasteland Express, is probably nearly the same game. Mm-mm, no, but go ahead. <laughs> Wasteland you can, Express, but you can mod in Wasteland Express. You could have you can modify your truck. You, you can, yes. In this one, you can modify your ship. Correct. In Wasteland Express, you could fight raiders. You can. In this one, you could fight raiders as well. Well, yeah, you fight other ships, yeah. Uh, the harvesting is different. I don't know about harvesting, but Zaya to me, just like we played Wasteland Express, we played several pickup and deliver. I can't remember the others. I'd have to look look at my stuff. Suck. We have been vehemently against delivery, pickup and delivery up until this point. Get a job at FedEx <laughs> if you want to pick up deliver. You go look at those people who work for Amazon, work for UPS. Do you think they they don't want to play pickup and deliver? I'm a pickup and delivery person. I drive a truck for a living. I go and pick up rock and I deliver it. And I'm sad the whole time. Why do you want to 
Like, yes. How do you feel about being... It's depressing. Somebody makes a game about what you do every day, and then they pretend exactly. like it's fun. What are you no, playing? it's not. I'm playing IRS. You I know love auditing people. I spend most of my time listening to the radio. Right. Wishing I was doing something else. Right. But in this game, I'm in space. And I've got this awesome ship. With your emissions. And I'm <laughs> with my electronic missions. And I'm dodging these ice comets. I'm dodging these junkyard comets. There's all kinds of damage that can come my way. I'm rolling dice and hoping I don't get it. And I'm fighting other ships. It's just, Zaya's great. Zaya is great. It may be in my top 10. I, 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 I know that Eclipse in the years past has been in my top 10. Zaya potentially has the the same to be. And so that's that's kind of how I always rate a game when I play it. It's like I think to myself, could this be in my top ten? And when we were we've played Zaya, I've soloed Zaya. I don't prefer it solo, but each time I've messed with it, I've thought to myself, yeah, I could yeah, this is my favorite pickup and deliver game. It's my favorite sandbox. This is potentially in my top ten. So yeah, it's good there, there you go. That's that's what we have to say. We enjoyed Zaya. Thank that's you, that. Soul Train. He turned us on to it. Yeah. He gave us the mission to find Zaya, and we did it, and our anxiety has been high ever since. Appreciate that. Thank you, Soul Train. Zaya's. So, uh, Zaya's good. That's going to do it for Shia. this episode. Or Exia. 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 We'll change the name to Exia. I couldn't remember you how to tell say me it. how to say it. I got to go. You do. I what do. time is it? It's oh, time. it's late. Oh, it's late. Daddy, where are you? I miss you, Daddy. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We thank you all for being a We're part. We're podcasting. Leave me alone. Terrible. This is Gabby. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the board game snobs. Stay classy.